Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. And it's just me again today. Susan and Laura both are still working on other projects, and I do have kind of an update on them. I had lunch with them earlier this week, so they're both doing really good. Susan is definitely working on her counseling and trying to grow that, and Laura is working on a few books, so I'll let them share the details whenever they're ready, but exciting things, guys. So just keep praying for him, please. Okay, and the title of today's episode is Focus on Jesus. And our scripture for today is from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Okay, focus on Jesus. This episode is straight from the heart of God. When I was praying a week or so ago, the Lord laid this on my heart, and I knew it was because it's so heavy on his heart. With all the changes that are coming, And with all the chaos that's going on around us, we must keep our eyes and our focus on Jesus, the one who will guide and protect us through the coming days. In the current time that we live in, we are constantly bombarded with worldly things, worldly people, worldly choices, worldly family and friends, worldly bosses and worldly companies. And then we have all the worldly movies, TV shows, social media, Those are just a few of the many things that draw us further and further away from the Lord. And when I say worldly, I mean anything that draws you away from the Lord. Everyone wants to fit in in the world around them. This is what the enemy draws us to. He wants us so focused on fitting in with everyone and everything else so we don't focus on God. Instead, we focus on the opposite things that God wants us to focus on. You know, if we're focused on the worldly things, such as trying to fit in, being popular, or some of the other things I just mentioned, then we can't focus on Jesus. Our time, our thoughts, and our actions will be consumed with whatever our focus is on. And we get so caught up in it sometimes. And it's crazy how quickly our thoughts get jumbled, our lives get jumbled. Everything seems to get chaotic really fast. And it could be hours, days, weeks, and even months later before we realize we have left out Jesus and all of it. And this is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us to be miserable. He doesn't want us to experience the peace that surpasses all understanding. The devil wants us to worry about the little things and the big things. We worry about things that cause us more problems, and it brings even more fear and anxiety. Worry is a huge distraction. Worry means we do not trust and have faith in Jesus. And worry is the opposite of peace. I'm guilty of this. I think most of us are. We worry about our spouse. We worry about our children. We worry about our finances. We worry about our health. We worry about our parents' health. For some parents, they worry about the health of their children. For many, are suffering with different illnesses. We worry about our job. 
We worry about the silly things and we worry about the big things, right? But Jesus tells us not to worry in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. He says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Instead, we should focus on Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's from John 14, verse 6. He is our guide, and we should always look to Him for everything that we need for this life. When we focus on Jesus, when we spend time with Him, He will give us the answers that we need, and He will help us grow our faith. Psalm 91, verses 14 through 15, it says, Because He has focused His love on me, I will deliver Him. I will protect Him because He knows my name. When He calls out to me, I will answer Him. I will be with Him in His distress. I will deliver Him and I will honor him. Then you have Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Therefore, holy brothers, partners in a heavenly calling, keep your focus on Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. Focusing on Jesus helps keep our burdens light. When we do the opposite, worry will then lead to anxiety, stress, and even more fear. And all of these things cause sickness in our bodies. It makes us sick when we worry which causes even more problems and stress. And then you have to deal with all the side effects of the many different medications you take for these problems. It's just a never-ending cycle of chaos, confusion, stress, anxiety, fear, sickness, burdens, and bondage to the enemy. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus and let his peace flood over us. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25-27 through 27 says, Let your eyes look directly ahead, And let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet, and all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor to the left. Turn your foot from evil. We need to focus on Jesus to gain much-needed knowledge that will help us defeat the enemy. Proverbs chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. My son, stay focused. Listen to the wisdom I have gained. Give attention to what I have learned about life so you may be able to make sensible judgments and speak with knowledge. And I found some quotes on BibleReasons.com that I want to share with you because I thought that they were really good. And the first one is, What consumes your mind controls your life. And I talked about that briefly just a few minutes ago. And here's another one. True faith is keeping your eyes on God when the world around you is falling apart. That's a good one. Here's another one. It says, The more you focus on yourself, the more distracted you will be from the proper path. The more you know him and commune with him, the more the spirit will make you like him. The more you are like him, the better you will understand his utter sufficiency for all of life's difficulties. And that is the only way to know real satisfaction. That quote is from John MacArthur. And last week, I did an episode on the narrow road versus the wide open road. So he was talking about being distracted from the proper path. And I want to remind everyone that it's important for each one of us to stay on the proper path or the narrow path where Jesus leads us and guides us in the things that we are created to do. Focusing on him deters the enemy from distracting us and dragging us onto the wide open road. And here's another quote. Focus on God, not your problem. Listen to God, not your insecurities. Rely on God and not your own strength, right? Again, When we focus on God, he will handle all of our troubles. He will fight our battles for us, and he will take care of the mountain that is in front of us. 
He will help us go through it if he is trying to teach us something, or he can remove it. He is where we need to draw our strength and our wisdom, because the enemy can't harm us if our focus is on God or Jesus. And here's a final quote that I want to I want to share. When you fix your thoughts on God, God fixes your thoughts. Whew, that's a good one. That is a true statement. He will change the way you think. He will change your thoughts, which will result in changing the way you speak as well as your actions. And I'm going to share a story. I was summoned for jury duty a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to be really hot here. And hot stands for honest, open, and transparent. So I'm going to share this with you guys. I didn't want to go. I was irritated about it. I didn't have time for it. I was too busy and I complained. Well, it was more like a lot of whining. I just wasn't happy about it. I was so negative about the whole thing. And I even considered rescheduling it. But then I knew I would get irritated all over again when the time came. So I just decided to get it over with. I had jury duty on a Monday. So the weekend before my jury duty day, I had several conversations with the Lord about my attitude. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was ridiculous about it. And every time I thought about it in the weeks and days leading up to it, I would just get mad all over again. (laughs) I hope I'm not the only one that feels this way, but it was just frustrating. Not once during those angry moments did I consult with the Lord about it. Not once did I ask him to help me deal with one more thing added to my list of things to do. I was just mad. So when I finally did go to him, I realized how ridiculous I was being And then I got upset with myself for being so ridiculous. (laughs) And it took several conversations with the Lord for me to get over myself and ask forgiveness for my actions. You know, where did my faith go? Where did my trust in the Lord go? What if he really needed me to serve on that jury panel? You know, why did I let this get to me so badly? I had to ask all those questions. And boy, oh boy, did I let the enemy really distract me and take my focus off of Jesus. And because of it, I realized the past few weeks have just been so hectic to the point that I cried several times because I felt so overwhelmed. And then I would get mad all over again because I knew I had jury duty. (laughs) I let that stress and anxiety completely take over. And once I figured it out, I knew the enemy had to be laughing at me the whole time. What a jerk. You know, the Lord was patient with me. He knew I would finally realize that my actions were wrong. So when I went to him, He was silent the first couple of times. He just let me talk. No chastising, just patience. But the last time I went to talk to him, he told me that he knows how busy I am, right? And I simply must trust in him for every situation that comes up in my life. It was such a simple conversation. You know, but God is never complicated. He never complicates things. And he knows how busy that we all are, right? I have to just trust that he will place me where I need to be at the right time. And he will do the same for each one of you guys. You know, I had to change my thoughts and focus on him. And when I finally did that, peace came. So I got up that Monday morning with a smile on my face and I went to jury duty. And I actually wrote some of my notes for this episode while sitting in the Denton County Courthouse. I brought my notebook because I knew it was going to be a long day. And writing always helps me take my mind off of things. So it ended up being a long day. You know, I didn't get home until after 5 p.m. that evening. But I had God's peace all throughout the day because I knew I was supposed to be there. No matter what, what my purpose was there, I knew I was supposed to be there. And after all the stress, anxiety, and worry, the angry tantrums I threw, I never even got picked to serve. I told that story to encourage you. 
You know, we all get caught up in the worldly woes and activities, and it's hard to stay focused on Jesus. And I think that's why he wanted me to do an episode about it, because we need a reminder to keep our focus on him no matter what is going on in our life. When your relationship with God is your number one focus, you are trusting that he will take care of everything else. The enemy, of course, will try his hardest to take your focus off of God and Jesus. He fears that we will learn the truth about his evil, deceitful ways. And once we have knowledge of how our enemy works, then we have the power to defeat him. I want to say that again. Once we have knowledge of how our enemy works, then we have the power to defeat him. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. And if the enemy can't directly take your focus off of God, he will try and use other people like your family, friends, co-workers, anyone that's close to you. He will use them to try and distract you away from God. The enemy will use situations that will disrupt or distract you away from focusing on Jesus. And I experience this a lot. I'm sure all of us do. There always seems to be some fire that I'm trying to put out. You know, does it seem that way for you guys? The enemy is relentless in his schemes, and he is constantly planning different ways to deter and distract us from the one thing he knows that will destroy him. And that is an intimate relationship where we are completely focused on God. For once we have that intimacy, then we learn to recognize God's voice. And that means we learn how to defeat the devil. And I want to say that I'm getting better at recognizing and discerning the enemy's tactics. You know, just time spent with him. He talks to you, you know, when you, when you spend time with him. And as soon as I realize that my focus is not on Jesus, I act upon it, meaning I rebuke the devil. And I immediately go to Jesus to get his help in the situation, just like the example that I gave you about jury duty. I allowed the enemy to distract me, and it caused me to sin in my actions, in my words, in my attitude, which greatly affected the people around me. But once I recognized what I was allowing the enemy to do, that was it. His plan was up. I put a stop to it. I went to the Lord, I repented, and I asked for forgiveness. And I received God's peace, which completely changed the entire situation. We need to understand how our enemy operates. So how do you do this? Well, you read the Bible. You pray, and you ask Jesus. You spend time with him so he will show you the many pitfalls the enemy has planned for you. He will teach you and show you how to avoid them. And it's important to remember the devil, he's a liar. There are so many things that many people do not know or understand about how the enemy works. He's always looking to get a foothold into our lives. And once he does, he leads us down a path of destruction that causes hurt and pain to the ones that we love along the way. When we focus on Jesus, he teaches us how to look for these obstacles that the enemy places strategically in our lives. It seems like a no-brainer, right? If we just stay focused on Jesus, we will avoid so many pitfalls and cliffs that we're about to just jump off of that, you know, that are in our life. Just talking about this makes me want to completely focus on Jesus and never get caught up in the devil's schemes again. But the enemy is good at what he does. He is good at deceiving us. I can choose to focus on Jesus every morning when I wake up, I get out of the bed, start my day with a positive attitude, right? But I can't control what happens to me on on my way to work or the people that I will encounter that day. I can't foresee the chaos that could happen to someone in my family That will completely disrupt my day if I get that phone call. But I can choose how I respond to it. I can refuse to come into agreement with the enemy's plans to disrupt and distract my day. Some days are harder than others. But it's important for us to try. 
It's important for us to make Jesus a priority so he is the first person we think of when any situation comes up in our lives. It's not necessarily a what would Jesus do moment. It's more of a Jesus, I need you. Can you please help me in this situation before I completely freak out type of moment? As a mom of four children, I get lots of phone calls that just throw me way off of my focus on Jesus. I should immediately go to him for guidance and peace, but I'm guilty of going off track and getting caught up in the chaos. You know, when you get that phone call, you're just like, oh my gosh, I did not expect this today. And it just completely throws you off, off balance, off track. You're just like, oh my goodness. You know, and like so many others, a lot of times I defer back to my old way of thinking. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14, it says, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. There is so much that we can learn from Jesus, yet so many of us think that we can do it without him, and we can't. He is our source for everything we need here on earth. If you don't know what to do, then he is the one you should be asking for help from. Now, God is looking for true worshipers, true followers, the ones that pray with their heart and not their minds. When you worship, are you focused on him? Or are you thinking about your to-do list that keeps nagging at you? When you're praying, are you truly focused on him? Or are you just saying the words, hoping he will hear and answer your prayers? Our hearts must be engaged with the one who created us. We need to align our hearts with God's heart. What does he truly want for you? Have you asked him? Have you sat down and had a heart-to-heart talk with Jesus and asked him what he created you to do here on earth? If you are struggling to stay focused in your quiet time with him, first, I want to remind you what we just talked about. If you are struggling with this, that means the enemy is doing something to distract you. Recognize it and rebuke the devil. Then ask God to help you focus on him and then fight for it. Let the enemy know that he will not win in this area with you. Do it over and over again until you feel the presence of God surround you. That is the breakthrough that you've been waiting for. And I want to read something from the same website I mentioned earlier. And that website again is BibleReasons.com. The title of this article is Focusing on God. And it had a couple good things that I want to share. When you are struggling to focus on God, you could say, God, help me focus. I need you. We have to be desperate for God. And if we are not desperate for him, that is a problem. Fight for more focus on him. Not finances, not family, not the ministry, but him. There's a time that you'll pray for those things. But worship is not about blessings. Worship is about God alone. It's all about him. We have to get to a point where we can't breathe until we are so focused on him and his presence. Do you want God? The one thing that you want in your life that you can't live without, is it God? We must learn to treasure him. We must learn all we can about him because he knows everything about us. He knows every detail, every breath, every single hair on your head is numbered. He knows every step we take and he knows every word that we speak. But do you know his voice when he's speaking to you? Do you know him like he knows you? Jeremiah chapter 24 verse 7 says, I will give them a heart to know me for I am the Lord. And they will be my people, and I will be their God. For they will return to me with their whole heart. You know, I was originally going to talk about another topic for this week's episode. But I mentioned earlier that I have just been so overwhelmed by many different things. You know, I can blame it on the holiday season or the many different things I'm working on. 
definitely not going to blame it on jury duty. Learn my lesson. But I also know I have an enemy that is hard at work at distracting me from God's purpose and plans for me. I know the enemy is at work trying to cause chaos and confusion to take my focus off of Jesus, right? Hello, jury duty. <laughs> but I figured it out, thank the Lord. And I put a stop to it before it did any long-lasting damage in my life. You know, so after I went to the Lord to ask for forgiveness for my actions, I just kind of vomited up all of my feelings and frustrations. And he said some things that made me realize that this is happening to many other people right now, too. So I knew I needed to do an episode on why it's so important for us to focus on Jesus. We are all struggling in some way. The enemy doesn't place all of his focus on destroying one person's life. No, he comes after every single one of us. We need to see through the schemes of our enemy. And we can only do that if we keep our focus first and foremost on Jesus. When I went to the Lord that day, he gave me a word that I want to share. And I hope it encourages you as much as it did me. And I received this word on December the 2nd of 2023. He said, there are many of my children that are struggling with feelings of being overwhelmed. They are stuck between focusing on me or focusing on the worldly things that constantly pull and tug them in. And then I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to me, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I looked up that scripture. It's from Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. So I want to read it to you really quick. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Lord continues, this is not how I meant for them to live. Your enemy does everything he can to lead you away from me. I know my children are struggling mightily in this area. The first step in dealing with this is knowing me. For when you know me, you know my voice. I want to stop here for just a moment. Because I feel the Holy Spirit whispering intimacy again. The way we get to know Jesus is by spending intimate time with him. Praying worshiping, and just talking to him draws you in close to him. And you will learn how to recognize his voice. If you have been listening to our podcast, you'll know that we talk about this a lot. Intimacy with the Lord is the key that will answer many of your prayers. It's just so important. Okay, let me continue here. The Lord said, once you know me, then together we can conquer whatever the enemy is doing in your life. I'm your protector, and at my command, the enemy has to flee. When you feel overwhelmed and frustrated, all you need to do is focus on me, and I will eradicate the enemy's plans in your life. I will destroy everything your enemy plans to do to harm you. When your focus is on me, the enemy cannot touch you. When your focus is on me, your burdens are light. When your focus is on me, the worldly things no longer matter. When your focus is on me, your fears evaporate. Ooh, thank you, Lord. When your focus is on me, my peace flows in and around you. When your focus is on me, my love flows through you. When your focus is on me, your enemy is scared of you and what you are capable of, because he knows that I will do great and mighty things through you that will stop his kingdom from advancing. My children, how I love you. Do not let the enemy wear you down. Do not let him get you to that critical point of frustration and anger that causes you to sin. Focus on me and let me deal with him, for I will not allow him to harm you. There are many changes coming in the days ahead, 
and the enemy is working hard to stop what I am doing. This is why so many of you are feeling the turmoil and the chaos. Things have heated up in the spirit realm, and it is being felt in the natural. It will continue to do so until everything is revealed. Do not expect to see things get easier. Not yet. Instead, focus on me. I have plans that involve you. Plans to prosper and not harm you. Focus on me. Draw close to me. Get your instructions from me, and you will see and know the goodness of God. For he is your champion, your greatest supporter, the one who loves you like no other. He is cheering you on right from the throne room of heaven. Yes, your father loves you desperately, and we do not want you to suffer unnecessarily. Focus on me, and I will guide you and your loved ones through the storms in your life. Focus on me, and I will guide you in all the changes that are about to flood the entirety of earth. Focus on me when you don't know what else to do, when you feel there is no hope, for I am always here. I will never leave your side. I love you more than you know. Focus on me. I am here always. Wow. He keeps repeating it because he wants us to get it deep down inside of us. He wants us to understand why it's so important to focus on him. When the storms come, don't look to the left or the right. Focus on him. When chaos ensues, don't look behind you. Keep your eyes straight ahead and focus on Jesus. When you get that phone call that rocks your world, go to him. Focus on him. Let him comfort you for he already knew what that phone call was about. And he will guide you in what you need to do. He will comfort you when you need it the most. When you are focused on God, you will not focus on anything else. Many of us struggle with so many things and we are weighed down by the trials of life. When you focus on God, you will understand that these things are little in comparison to him. We need to be still and know that he is our God. And that is a scripture from Psalms 46, verse 20. If we don't take the time to be still, our mind is going to be filled with so much noise from the trials around us, right? Sometimes you have to run and be alone with the Lord and be still before him. Allow him to calm your fears and your worries. Isaiah 26, verse 3 says, You will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace, for it is trusting in you. And Psalm 112, verse 7 says, They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. And one of my favorites that I read earlier, again, is Psalm 91, verses 14 through 15. I'm going to read it again. Because he has focused his love on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in in his distress. And I will deliver him and I will honor him. God is your shelter, your provider, your healer, your strength, and so much more. Focus on him and allow him to show you just how much you mean to him. Allow him to show you how much he loves you and adores you. It's just so important, guys. Just focus on Jesus. There's a lot of changes coming up. A lot of things that God's doing right now. This next year is going to be amazing. So focus on him through all of it. All right. It's time to close. And I hope you are encouraged today. It's so important to keep our eyes on Jesus, especially because of the days ahead. There are many changes coming and we will need God's wisdom, his guidance, and his direction. And I'll close with a scripture from Jeremiah 29, verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. 
And today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for all the wonderful things you do for us. And I mentioned a website earlier, so I'll just put the link in the notes section of this episode. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. We want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.